Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Huff. My oh my, my friends, did you watch that speech last night? Heaven help us all. Heaven, Oz, is, Oz had a one-word summary that actually may have been, I never, I never listen. I mean this. I listen to no one talk about this stuff. The second these stupid speeches are over, I turn them off and I start thinking about, you know, putting my own thoughts together or just, you know. But Oz, I did I did listen to what Oz said. And Oz said it was creepy. <laughs> and it was creepy. They had a red red lights in the background. I mean, I don't know if they were going for communist Russia or what they were doing here. Communist Soviet Union in honor of the passing of Mikhail Gorbachev or what they were after. But anyway, this thing was a little bit creepy for those who understand history, for those who have a respect for our constitutional republic, for those who understand political sophistry, for those who understand political theater, for those who understand the real threat, the real threat and the real risk in this country today, which is unequivocally Without any doubt whatsoever, my friends, the radical leftists and the lovers of big government, and of course all of their allies, all of their um, co-conspirators, their colluders, fellow colluders, if you will, all those jokers, whether it's the media, what have you, bad, bad folks. In a sense, I don't even know, again... I don't know if you've watched it. I don't know necessarily where to begin. I have a, about three or four pages of notes jotted down here um, that I took during the speech. I do not have any sound bites. I do not have any sound bites. I didn't have the time to to pull all of that together prior to today's program. But um, but I've got some some takeaways here, and these are in no order. These are just some things that I observed or thought about or did it just hit me during this as Oz put it creepy performance by by Joe Biden one thing that's clear it's been clear from the beginning it should be clear we've we've talked about it on this program a lot and that is they are desperate they are desperate make no mistake this was one million percent, not to confuse the Bernie Sanders, well, that probably uh, factors in perfectly with the Bernie Sanders school of math when you say one million percent of something. But one million percent true to say that these folks, the radical left, the Democrat Party, is completely desperate. This is a political, it's the calendar turned. The calendar literally turned to September 1st and they say it's bad enough, and they, you know, we're down to the final. Folks, the midterms are two months away. 
The midterms are about two months away. It is it is no more t- time no more time for fooling around here, right? They've got to get serious. They've got the the communist propaganda. I knocked my notepad down. They've got the communist propaganda machine out there. They got the red lights on Independence Hall in Philadelphia. But they are desperate. They have nothing to run on. And so what are they trying to do? The the whole point of this speech, which again, this needs to be pointed out. I did see as I was starting, as I was tuning in to watch the speech, I actually turned it to Fox News first and Tucker Carlson was on. I, I like Tucker. I don't, um, folks, I don't watch any of these programs. There's nothing against Tucker Carlson. I just don't watch them um, for several, several reasons. <clears throat> but I had to turn it because he kept talking as Biden was speaking. And I really wanted to hear what, well, it's not that I really want to hear what Biden says. I just want to be able to discuss it and explain, articulate what's what's going on in its totality, at least to the performance that we were subjected to. So, But, but I did catch, Tucker said, and he, he's right on this, he said that this speech was endorsed by or i forget the exact terminology this was a this was an official speech of the executive branch which may sound like an insignificant detail but if you watch this stupid speech or listen to this dumb thing you will understand you will know immediately that this thing sounded more like biden was angrier at the maga republicans as he would call them than I ever saw him get mad at the Taliban, than I ever heard him get mad at Al-Qaeda. I think the hatred that the left has for MAGA Republicans is unmatched for any other group of people, no matter how anti-American they may have been. They loathe the MAGA, as they call them, Republicans. And so, they're desperate. They're desperate. Biden came out with, you know as best Biden can. I mean, this this guy was, I mean, <coughs> a couple times up there. Um, he didn't he didn't mess up too bad. Uh, but, again, it was a lot of faux outrage. A lot of, you could tell what this was. I mean, it was super transparent. It's, it's like watching a bad movie. To me, it's like watching a bad movie. Because you know... <laughs> None of this stuff is real. This is all about generating a response, creating a narrative, getting people to think, wow, I've got to vote. And this is the bottom line. This is what this thing was last night. I've got to vote for the Democrats if I love this country because if I vote for the Republicans, then game is over. America as we know it is ended. That was the theme of last night's speech. Delivered by, paid for by, well, delivered by the executive branch, which that is a big point. It wasn't billed as a campaign event. This was an official government speech where Biden takes to the microphone, to the podium in front of Independence Hall in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and he engages in attacking, maligning, 70, what, how many million voted for Trump? 76 million or something like that. That many people. Now, I know not all of the 76 million would identify as MAGA Republicans or anything like that. So how we 
You know, how, how many of those folks identify as that? That's left to be determined. And Biden tried to, he tried to cut off that sliver of people and say, these are the people that are the problem. And he's, he basically said every, every conceivable thing about this group of people that you could think of, that's what Biden had, uh, that's bad. Every bad thing you can conceive of, that's what he had to say about these MAGA Republicans, as he put it. So there was a ton of anger. They've gone ahead and demonstrated immediately, which we've already known, which, of course, we knew they were angry to begin with as well because that's, as I've said on this program before, ever so brilliantly, that there is no equivalent of conservative not bitter on the left. There's not liberal not bitter. There's definitely not radical leftist not bitter. That, that group of people is the most venomous hate-filled group of people that I am aware of. And look, there are there are hateful people across the spectrum. I go through this on a regular basis. There are there are people who from the you know, from the Christian perspective, the Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. No one's perfect. Right? Everybody has a propensity to do things that they shouldn't do. But we also have this sort of human way of talking about people. This person's really a bad person, someone who's, you know, there can be people who are engaged in honest gain and doing a lot of good things and then occasionally get caught up in things they shouldn't be doing, make bad choices. And then there's people that wake up every morning who want to openly embrace evil, openly embrace things that are not true, that are dangerous. I think about these people that are teaching our young students, our children in this country, things that are going to make them (laughs) pay counselors lots of money in the future because they've been lied to, deceived, misled, confused on purpose with all this gender nonsense and lots of other things too. I mean, for example, helping uh, some of these states that are making steps or wanting to take steps or maybe even taking steps to um, make it, impossible or very difficult for parents of teenage girls to know that they've chosen to have an abortion and all this stuff. Those things will have lots of unfortunate consequences down the road on people. So, but there's, there's people that do bad all across the board, but then this ideology and this worldview of the left is, is a, is a wicked, morally bankrupt ideology. It truly is. It truly is. And we've we've reached a point, and this is kind of the basis, I would say, for what we want to do on our truth tour as we go and speak, God willing, around the country here. But the, the, the underlying premise is that we're not talking about politics. I mean, we do talk about politics, but some of these divisions are so great. We're talking about not just different political ways of doing things within the same general worldview, we're talking about cultural and worldview wars that are now existing. This is past, way past politics, way, way past politics. And Biden brought that up in a way last night as well. He talked about how he believes we're in a battle for the soul of America. I agree with that. Of course, there's, there's lots of things, if you pulled lines out of the speech, 
it would sound something very similar to what you may hear on this program. Now, it was said, of course, with much, much more passion and conviction and belief and just, of course, without the need of a teleprompter, without the need of maybe people talking in my ear. But he understands, well, he he understands enough to know the things that people want to hear, but he assigns, he assigns the wrong, the wrong reason or the wrong way of achieving the thing that he says America, for example, he'll say something like America can do whatever it puts his mind to, or it'll say, he'll say that we should, um, America is this great shining beacon of hope. He said things like this last night. And of course, it makes me scratch my head because I think these folks on the left hate this country. You've heard me say on this program before, why would anyone, if you listen to the left, the way that they talk about this country, I can explain. So a conservative can cons- explain how great America is and then also say that's why we see people who want to come to this country legally and illegally. That's why we have a crisis on the border compounded with the problems that exist in Central America uh, and around other parts of you know, that part of the world and other parts of the world too. We understand why they want to come here. But the left can't do that because it's not logically consistent. The way they talk about this, this country on a regular basis is how terrible and despicable it is. Why would anybody want to come here? Why? How do you explain things like the border crisis? Of course, they ignore it, but I mean, they still have to at some point acknowledge that there have been a lot more border crossings and a lot more of shenanigans happening along the southern border. Why? If this place is so bad, Biden last night sounded like, at least on paper, he sounded like someone like me. And see, that should be encouraging. Now, he's he's assigning... He, he's crediting the wrong beliefs and the wrong ideas and the wrong people for how to get there, but he's still acknowledging it. And I would say those are the things that we should actually take hope in because they realize that hating America right now is not the place to go. That's not a political winner. They realize that doing the things that they've done for the past two years – and even before that, especially when Trump was in office, so the past six years, the way that they've engaged in hate, the way that they have uh, you know, sp- spoken badly about this country, the way they've totally destroyed or tried to destroy people who are in law enforcement, right? Defund the police and all that sort of nonsense. That stuff, they've paid prices for that, and they can't afford any of that right now. They have an election to win. Last night was ultimately about saying, if you, and it was completely wrong, by the way, but it was a campaign speech that was designed to say to Americans, you're about to make a decision. Some of you may already have because you can early vote about six months before the stupid election. Not a stupid election, but that stupid early voting stuff that extends forever, which of course makes voter fraud more likely, it's, it just stands to reason, but of course they'll deny that. Anyway, that, that whole thing was in the speech as well. 
talking about election integrity, denying elections and all this sort of stuff. But whenever Biden or whenever a Democrat says something that sounds like it's a compliment to America, the American people, the American way of life, that's actually a really good sign because those things are so popular, they can't even go out there and say what they really want to say, what they really have been saying in past years. Of course, the past is past in the minds of these jokers. What matters is the past five minutes because no one, well, you know, but the average voter doesn't know. They don't keep a record of the stupid inconsistencies. They don't keep a list of people that are true anti-Americans, the people that are in the squad, the people that are on the radical left and so forth. Instead, two months before election time, they might start paying a little bit of attention, and that's what this was all about last night. It was a campaign speech funded by your tax dollars where the President of the United States went after maybe, well, 75 million people, maybe... 40, maybe 20, depending upon people's definitions of MAGA Republicans and all this sort of stuff. It was a campaign, and they're desperate, and they're mad, and their ideology is morally bankrupt and broken. They've got nothing to run on. It's an unmitigated disaster. Their fingerprints are all over it. They are 100%, excuse me, 1 million percent to blame. And so they're, it's a last-ditch effort to say... If you love this country, which they know people do, which makes me happy. But if you love this country, my friends, you got to vote for the Democrats because Republicans are going to destroy our democracy. That's what last night was about. There's lots of other things that happened in the speech, including there was somebody that you could hear on a bullhorn during Biden's speech yelling things into the microphone. Oz tells me that some people were saying FJB. That's the initial, I guess. I was feverishly taking notes. I don't know exactly what was being said, but that doesn't surprise me. But Biden did reference the person or the people who were making all this commotion, which you could hear. And it was, it seemed to me that it was in the teleprompter, which of course raised all sorts of questions to me. Because Biden doesn't go off teleprompter. At least he doesn't go off teleprompter and say anything that makes any sort of slight sense. So it raises lots of questions to me as to how the heck did that happen? Did they know? <laughs> Was it even more nefarious than that? I don't know. But there's plenty of other things to get to, my friends. Campaign season is kicked off, and it was kicked off with your tax dollars last night paying for this speech that was backed by the executive branch, that was nothing more than a campaign event designed to malign people who voted for Donald J. Trump, who have basically been painted as the enemy. In fact, Oz said she was waiting for the end of the speech for Biden to say, those of you who voted for Trump, uh, go ahead and tell your family goodbye because we're coming to round you up this evening. Now, of course, that's hyperbolic, but there was a degree of, I mean, there's so much hatred and anger here. That sort of thing is not, well, it's not as far-fetched as it was even 20 minutes ago. So, quick time out, my friends. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. 
Lorenz Oz says she's voting even harder for Trump after this speech that Biden gave. Trump is still, Trump is still the biggest fear of the Democrat Party, of the radical left, of the media, of the real threat to this country, which are those people in Democrat positions of leadership. And look, I'm not giving a pass to Republicans in positions of leadership because they're not the greatest either. That's a broad broad brush, but there's many. How about that? There's many in the Republican leadership too that have been part of the general larger problem, but it's not a massive ideological, anti-American, woke, radical leftist ideology. That is what the biggest threat to this country is internally anyway, domestically, is that ideology. And Trump is their biggest fear without any question whatsoever. And by the way, what is so dangerous? The way he talked last night, the tr- people, the Trump MAGA Republicans, as he, as he referred to them, I think he just called them the MAGA Republicans. Did he even say, did he say Trump? I'd have to pause and he did? Okay. He said MAGA a lot more than I think he said Trump. Anyway. But this, what is so dangerous about the MAGA ideology? Make America great again. What's so dangerous about that? There's, I was thinking about this a lot because I told Oz, you know, Oz, look, I do the same, well, I don't do the same thing. But in general, on paper, I differentiate between the radical left and liberals and union Democrats and moderate Democrats. Like, I, I carve off the radical leftists, circle that with the highlighter, and say, right here is the, not to say that there's not problems elsewhere, but there's a lot smaller problems with the other groups within the Democrat Party than, you know, than there is within the radical left. But I explain it. He doesn't even define it. I tell you specifically what's wrong with the radical left. He would say, last night he said things like Trump Republicans, excuse me, MAGA Republicans don't like the Constitution. They don't respect the outcome of elections. Pause everything. See, if if Biden was the uniter that he says he is, that he's pr- pretending to be, the very first thing you would do, my friends, I, I know this is, gonna, this is gonna get met with opposition by some, but the very first thing that you would do is not just mock and malign those who have questions about the integrity of the 2020 election. The first thing you would do is try to demonstrate why it was, as they put it, the most secure election in history, which of course is a absurd way, an absurd way of doing things. You, you don't, you don't, you don't say, Hey man, I saw some sketchy stuff happening down at the precinct, or I saw some stuff on social media where people at this precinct were covering up windows with paper or kicking people out or making up claims that a fire, a, a water pipe had busted, or it looked like on the video they were counting ballots twice, or we have people who have testified under oath that they delivered ballots from out of state to this place. You don't say it, you don't listen to all that and say, Listen here, Jack, as Biden likes to say. Listen here, Jack. Or maybe he even throws in corn pop. I don't know. But listen here, Jack. 
It's the most secure election in American history. Boom. Mic drop. As though that's the way, that's not the way you do it. That's not the way you do it. And if, folks, the number of Republicans who think the outcome of the election is not legit is a massively high number. I don't have it in front of me. But it's well over half of Republicans. And the first thing you would do if you were serious about uniting Americans, if you were serious about, you know, being the president of all people, all these things that he says that he is, even though he goes after up to 75 million Americans and attacking them for being potentially labeled as the MAGA Republicans, the domestic fascist terrorist amongst us. That's, again, how this game is played. But the first thing you would do is try to restore hope in our election system. You wouldn't say, you wouldn't just simply say, best election ever. Don't ask any questions about it. Don't post anything on Facebook. By the way, did you see there is uh, some folks that are requesting some communications between the Biden White House and social media for allegedly colluding. I like using that term every chance I get, given how much they invested in that term during the Trump-Russian collusion nonsense, the collusion delusion. But there's actual um, evidence that Biden and social media giants like Facebook colluded on a messaging communication strategy. That sounds suspect, doesn't it? Just a tiny bit, just a wee tad, wee little bit, right? Not to the left. The left, it doesn't matter to the left. In their minds, whatever gets Trump out of office, keeps him out of office, you know, makes this country have leaders that are going to, again, I don't like to say leaders, but people with political power who are going to move us further left, they don't care. They're down with whatever. In fact, at one point in last night's speech, Biden said, vote, 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 to which my first response was, is he literally telling people to vote three times? Because there's a part of me that thinks that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly how some people interpret that. Vote, Actually, it would be vote, 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 and a big ellipses after that. So what is wrong, though? What is wrong with the, with the MAGA platform and why give why give such a platform why give such a platform to a group that's so fringe as he's made it sound articulate what's wrong with it don't just say that they don't believe in the outcome of elections why should they based upon some of the things we've said we've not been allowed to discuss it i don't care what they say i don't care how many courts thrown out trump's cases that was not thrown out on it wasn't like it was thrown out when they heard the whole case presented and said, no, that's not legit. It was thrown out at the beginning for reasons that were just legal reasons as far as whether or not the court would even be able to hear this case. If there was, it was, it was technical stuff. It wasn't as though all these courts sat and listened to the whole presentation and said, yeah, no, there's nothing here. If that was the case, why are they so afraid of it? Remember, this is the same group that spent every waking hour from 2016 until, well, 2020. In fact, they still talk about it. They still say Trump stole the election in 2016. 
They impeached a president twice, effectively over the same. It all started with the, the Trump-Russian collusion delusion, and they carried that into two impeachments. They weaved that in with Ukraine, trying to get, you know, make it look like Trump's looking for help elsewhere to get the political advantage he needs and so forth. They do all of that. They spend who knows how much money on these investigations. There's literally nothing. It's paid for by a dossier, paid for by the Clinton campaign. It's just, it, it's totally absurd to write, to read these words on paper and just listen to the facts and realize how far down the road we got with the Russian collusion delusion, which was insane from day one, as I illustrated on here countless times, ever so brilliantly, by the way. But on top of that, we're not even allowed to talk about the other stuff. That's not the way that you handle true opposition. That's not the way that you handle true questions. That's not the way that you do it. That's not what a uniter would do. Now he's, in fact, maligning these people. Now he's saying, if you have any questions or doubt about the election, you yourself are borderline fascist. You've practically, you're an insurrectionist. That's, that's the argument. That's the way that this is done. That's the game that is played. Long in this segment, got to take a timeout. Quick timeout, my friends. Back in just a minute. friends during the break Oz said she actually she actually saw something she said on social media or somewhere what's so terrible about the MAGA agenda is that it's for secure borders it's that it's pro-life it's that it's against the deep state it's that it's for tax cuts and that's the truth right when you get down to it that's the truth that is what make America, and there's a lot more that it means, but that is in essence what make America great again means, and that is the real problem the left has with this, but they can't come out and say it, Biden, whatever his teleprompter tells him to say. They can't come out and say it. He can't come out and say it because those things are actually popular with the American people. They are. They are, especially if they're communicated clearly. Especially if someone can articulate and actually persuade people. These things, a lot of people don't think about these things very deeply. And so they're often misled by the left as to what things mean or why things are a certain way. I've had many conversations like this. I'm guessing many of you have as well. In fact, I'm sometimes shocked at how quickly some people are persuaded, but that's often the case because they've never, they've just heard people take a position and they've seen that it's popular and they assume that the popular position, which really is just the position that's given the most airtime on the media or in pop culture or in entertainment in many cases, they just assume that's the right one. Because they've been told that everyone who doesn't agree with that is evil and terrible and fascist and all this sort of stuff. 
And they can't associate with that, so they have to associate with the other. But then you ask a couple of simple questions, and people will quite literally flip 180 degrees and come into agreement with you on these on these issues. I, I happen to think that the vast majority of conservative principles and ideas are incredibly popular in the vast majority of this country. You've heard me say 70 to 80 percent of the things we say on this program would be something that 80 or 70 to 80 percent of Americans agree with. And I think those things, I think that's true. But if Biden told us flat out, if the radical left told us flat out what they believed and what they wanted to achieve and didn't play these games of smoke and mirrors and so forth, folks, that agenda would be rejected in totality. That is exactly why when Biden took to the podium last night, the entire intention intention of that terrible speech, terrible speech, which was the most disjointed speech I think I've ever heard, that speech did not logically connect at all. He was saying pro-American things, but yet he was endorsing anti-American positions. He was talking about saving our republic while talking about how great big government was and how terrible up to half of the people who voted in the 2020 election were. This is just not the way. Those two things are not reconcilable. Talked about the importance of democracy, but how terrible a group of people are who, I mean, they, they loathe these people. They're not trying to persuade. They're trying to bully. They're trying to get people fired up to think that the MAGA crowd is the most dangerous force on planet Earth, and if they don't do something about it, they're going to lose their country. When in reality, the biggest threat to this country are the very same things, similar things, the same ideas, the same general principles that we have seen push down the American people's throat in Congress recently, with the so-called Inflation Reduction Act, Biden's arbitrary political vote-buying scheme where he's going to give away taxpayer dollars or dollars off the press that will be paid by other people to the form of inflation to pay for their college degrees. These are the sorts of things that cause massive problems. Massive, massive problems. But they sound so good to the people who simply either A, want their debts paid off no matter what the consequence is, or B, they just haven't either understood it or had it explained. And that's that's what's so maddening to me is, is that these things are very, actually, they're not hard to explain. It's just that most people don't do it, and they're told to hate the people who are saying the things against free college or whatever. And so there's not an ability to actually even hear what they say. And who's actually saying those things? Who's stirring people up in, on college campuses to hate uh, everyone? Who's doing that? Who's not letting a group of people speak on college campuses? Is it not the radical left? Who burned cities to the ground? Who rioted and looted? The only thing, the only thing that the left wants to talk about, the media wants to talk about, is January 6th. As though that's the only thing in 2020, 2021 that happened in this country. Of course, we know better. Then when we bring up the Black Lives Matter rallies, well, the riots, it's not the rallies that we have problems with, the riots, 
we're told that we're racist or that we've misconstrued history or it wasn't as bad as we were really told and so forth. I still, going downtown Indianapolis is not the same after that city was attacked by those very rioters. It's not the same. And you know what? It may never be the same. I don't know. I don't know. In fact, in fact, we were going to go to dinner down there. I, my wife didn't want to go. I don't know. Anyway, folks, timeouts in order. The real problem that Biden has with MAGA Republicans is that they are a threat to the cush job, the totalitarian-esque power, the big government that's been created, the government that, well, the system that's been allowed to exist that allows people like Hunter Biden to become gazillionaires, off of potentially simply his relationship with his father, which we're not allowed to talk about that either, especially during election time. That was blocked. I mean, how many things like this are we going to have happen before the average person says, hmm, something nefarious going on here? I don't know. Hopefully it's enough people are aware of this before November, my friends, because they are not these Democrats that are running the party today. The radical left are not good people. Quick timeout. Back in just a minute. But Biden was certainly right about one thing. There is a battle for the heart and soul. I think he just said soul, but the heart and soul of this nation. And what encourages me, what encourages me is of the this culture. is something that is completely... This is something that is completely winnable. Had enough of the cancer. This is something that is completely and utterly winnable here. So we don't have to be afraid of the problems that, that we face. We have truth on our side. We can battle these things head on. The light of truth is a very powerful force. They don't have these things. They have deception. They have deceit. They have smoke and mirrors. They have tools designed to enrage parts of the people, parts of this great nation against others in this great nation. They do not have the truth and the light on their side. I welcome the discussion for the hearts and soul of this great nation. Quick time out, my friends. Just out of time today. Back in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. I, I uh, was telling Oz during the break that I actually... See, we all make mistakes because I, last segment, I thought... I thought, in fact, you would have you would have heard an error on my end. It's unheard of, I know, but there was an error on my end. I thought it was the last segment. I was trying to get in some some points I wanted to get into before we wrapped up for the week, but I was one segment early. I don't know what in the world I was thinking. This is not not normal for me. But anyway, um, that's why you heard 
the commercial break triggered twice because it's a different the way that we go out. I don't want to go into the technical side of it. But anyway, truth's on our side, my friend. That is the bottom line. People are dying for truth. Let me encourage you to not be afraid to stand up. Whatever that looks like, personal conversations, school board meetings, whatever, my friends. Truth's on our side. I've got to go. Have a great weekend. SDG. Take care.